0: This episode is brought to you by our patrons as a lifestyle influencer patron you get to watch the episodes of each podcast you also get a collectible season sticker with other exclusive downloads join now at patreon.com forward slash Christian influencer inspired
1: welcome to Christian influencer inspired podcast a podcast about lifestyle influence with Zona Garrett and Mindy Hansen.
0: Mm-hmm. Hey everybody, I'm Mindy Hansen. I'm a homeschooling mom to three wonderful children. I'm going back to school to become a registered nurse. I love being creative in all areas of life, experimenting with flavors in my gluten and dairy-free kitchen, and being crunchy.
1: And I'm Zona Garrett. I'm a personal and professional coach with ChristianInfluencerInspired.com, who along with my team has helped hundreds of individuals and entrepreneurs live and work in alignment with their God-given areas of influence. I'm the co-founder of the anti-trafficking nonprofit Brain Freedom, a veteran podcaster, also heard on the Persons with Lived Experience podcast, and in conferences near you.
0: Uh, Welcome back, everybody. We're glad to have you again today. Uh, Today, we're going to be talking about meal prep, do's and don'ts.
1: Woo! very exciting.
0: Yes. (laughs)
1: Um, So we had started talking last week about meal prepping, you know, meal planning 101, beginner's guide to meal planning, and kind of going through the five principles of meal planning, right? So just Mm -hmm. as a refresher, that was adequacy, balance, variety, moderation, and nourishment. Yes. Which kind of leads us into being – authentic or realistic Mm -hmm. with yourself yes about the plan of your meal purpose because you're going to have to make decisions based on what is most important to you
0: yeah
1: and that is going to be kind of the way that you decide what not to do for yourself Mm
0: -hmm.
1: yeah everybody's
0: meal planning is going to look different
1: Oh, absolutely! Do you want to talk through some of our meal planning purposes? That these uh, are just yeah. the we've put together. This doesn't mean that this is an exhaustive list by any stretch of the imagination.
0: Definitely not. There are so many more reasons, right? Right. Uh, so the ones that we go by are budget, um, dietary restrictions, time management, uh, the decision fatigue. Making our, um, it makes our evenings more smooth. And then for our fitness and weight loss goals. Yep.
1: So some of those things would be in direct competition with the other ones, right? Yeah. So if your purpose of your meal plan is to be a creative eater and to eat essentially like the foods of the world. (laughs) Yeah. Every night you know that might not be the most budget friendly right or that might not mean the smoothest evenings for a meal plan
0: yeah
1: Um, that doesn't mean you shouldn't incorporate the foods that you love you absolutely should yes but
0: it's maybe not all on the same night
1: (laughs) yes so (laughs) I guess I need to add a a Pinterest, a Pinterest worthy meal plan. Oh yeah, I love Pinterest.
0: They have good ideas, right? (laughs) It's my go-to for recipes. That, and um, I do like Taste of Home as well.
1: Yes. Um, So... With having those different purposes, you have to really start taking into consideration, you know, letting whatever the purpose is going to be, or maybe it's the top couple things, mm-hmm. uh, determine what you're actually going to put on a meal plan. And let's go back even further. Like, let's be realistic here. If you're going to plan for your meals, you have to have a schedule.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, if you're somebody that gets off at a different time every night, you might have to be more intentional about prepping those meals when you have time.
0: Definitely, I know our uh, our dinners change every night, so we have to definitely really think out that weekend kind of what it's going to look
1: like. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, so I think that there's some prepping things that you kind of need to take into consideration. So one of the things for me is, um as a single person, I really like being able to eat with other people. One of the things that sucks about being single is eating all of your meals alone. Yeah. And um, so that's one of the areas that I i truly love is just being able to get to eat meals with other people and um, enjoy that communication the camaraderie the face-to-face time all of that stuff so i usually do pretty well for about three days by myself and then after that i get really stir crazy
0: makes sense
1: so my typical thing is i usually have to plan either a dinner with a friend or something by thursday of each week For me to recharge as an extrovert. Yeah. So pretty much I've either had a connect group on Tuesday nights or Thursday nights. And that kind of helps me recharge and keep going energy wise for the week. Mm -hmm. Um, It also gives me something to look forward to every week. So that's really helpful. And um it helps me to have kind of a balance or rhythm of intentional time with other people toward either like relational development or spiritual development or something like that so yeah that means i plan to work later on other nights of the week where i probably need to have more things prepped so i have to be authentic with you know i'm probably not going to get off early enough monday tuesday wednesday to consistently cook this super pinterest worthy meal <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so that that really does restrict what i'm able to cook or things like that unless mm-hmm. i want to eat very late at night right and i don't want to do that because i've worked on being a good sleeper and when you eat late at night it's hard to go to bed right away
0: well, and you shouldn't, like, eat and go to sleep within, you know, the first couple hours. Yeah. Is, that's what is suggested not to do, but.
1: Yeah. So, for me, I would say the purpose of my meal plan is almost primarily budget, and my second would be um, time management.
0: That makes sense. I know for ours, it's definitely dietary restrictions with, um, mm-hmm. gluten-free and dairy-free. Mm-hmm. And um,
1: free.
0: yeah, and nut free. I think ours kind of, mine hits a lot of these that we listed though, because we got to be budget conscious. Um, I do, uh, some of mine is for weight loss. It was recommended, you know, not only being gluten and dairy free for my Hashimoto's, but making sure I get more fruits and vegetables into my diet. Mm -hmm. um, That was definitely one that she emphasized, which also helps with fitness and weight loss because that was the other goal of my whole diet thing was so that I could lose weight with this hypothyroidism. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, making sure our evenings run smoother. We have cheer some nights, we have karate nights, we have kickboxing and that's why our schedule is always changing on when we can eat dinner or not um and then a lot of it that decision fatigue wearing five different hats that different parts of the day or some of them at the same time you know <laughs> we got to get some you know get that out of, out of my head right mm-hmm. and get it written down so that anybody can help
1: yes so But I would suggest you guys, and I did add medically necessary because there are uh, dietary plans that are medically necessary that are not necessarily a dietary restriction. So I did want to include that as possibly a purpose for your meal plan. Um, You know, like your weight loss goal was tied to managing the Hashimoto's with diet and exercise instead of medicine. Yes. Yeah. Um, Which if you guys have been listening for a while, you knew that. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So um, we have some tips and tricks. Mindy and I tend to be people that cook at home anyway. Yes. So this is based on being people that cook at home.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. And... There's nothing wrong if you're a TV dinner kind of family. I know TV dinner families, so and that's fine. Um, or maybe you're a mixture of both, right? Where you cook yes. twice a week and then you do, you know, pre-packaged things other nights of the week. That's okay. As yeah. long as you're realistic to what's going to work for you and what's going to work for your family. I know one of the things that has increased, especially over the last couple of years is eating more to balance my hormones
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Within my budget, right? Yeah.
0: So mm-hmm.
1: I find that I need a lot more um green leafy vegetables and fresh or pickled fermented foods, that type of thing.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. So yeah. for me is very helpful. So I tend to have like cheese and i tend to have like the um pickles quick pickles like i just got uh, i just saw this new recipe for um quick pickled carrots
0: oh interesting
1: so i got my red onion and i got my carrots but i gotta actually like shred them up so that i can do uh quick pickling them yeah um you know, so that I can add in those fermented things. So even when I have soups or stews or things like that, a lot of times, personally, I'll add something that's pickled to a meal. Or kombucha or some of those types of things. Yeah. It's just good for you. People should eat more fermented and pickled things, but.
0: They are good for you, yes. <laughs> I would agree.
1: <laughs> um, so digging into our... Um, first steps. Uh, Before we do that, let's give our sponsor some love and then we'll be back to tell you where we start with meal planning and kind of the checklist of things that we go through. Hey guys, Mindy and I are really proud to let you know we have a new partner Uh, as one of our affiliates of Discount School Supply, and if you click the link in our bio, you can access any of these things, but they have uh, items such as outdoor learning, school supplies, arts and crafts, uh, everything from STEM curriculum, uh, play and learn, infant items, pre-K items, things that are specific to age levels, and uh, even clearance items that you can grab. So make sure you check them out in the link in our bio and get ready for your school planning and back to school. All right, I'll see you on the podcast. Are you looking for Christian books but have a small or no Christian bookstore near you? Grab our link in our link tree and support our sponsor of the show, christianbook.com. You won't regret it. As Mindy and I have worked to support gluten, nut, and dairy-free recipes, Thrive Market has been a blessing. If you sign up, you can get your specialty items right to your door and get up to $60 in free groceries in your first box. You have to grab the link in our link tree today, and you'll find the same amazing finds and direct to your door service that we did. Thank you guys so much for supporting our sponsors. We could not do this without you and without them. So check out their links in the show notes, or they're always available on our website, Inspired.com. And don't forget to subscribe and like the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and new last week we were on two new platforms so if you listen on iheartradio or you listen on google podcasts we're available there for you now too
0: yay we're excited about that Uh, in today's lifestyle to influence moment we talk about building a lifestyle of love identity flow and encountering god to influence the world living and fueling intentionally to align your eating with the goals and impact you want to make in the world can be as simple as setting the purpose of your meal plan make fueling yourself an autopilot function so you have the capacity to make important decisions
1: will you repeat that last sentence because you cut out at the fueling yourself part okay sorry
0: make oh you're good (laughs) make fueling yourself an autopilot function so you have the capacity to make important decisions
1: that's good stuff Maynard
0: oh yeah we definitely need to feel our minds and bodies even for everyday tasks yeah um so let's see it's important that when we start out with meal planning that we want to be able to um well Zona said we need to know our schedule right So then we can create our meal planning schedule, right? We need to know what days um, and what meals we're going to be planning for. Um, As our family, we only plan for dinner. Um, Sometimes lunches, like I try to ask the kids what they want for lunch. Uh, That way we at least have food in the house for it. Um, But mainly it's dinners here. I don't know about you. You might be more lunch and dinner, maybe breakfast. Um, But, I mean, everybody will be different. We all have different schedules. We all have different lifestyles. Um, So, Mm -hmm. we're definitely going to want to schedule to that. Um, Yep. Right. And then once we've kind of made our schedule and, you know, listed out the meals we need, um, before we go to the grocery store, we're going to want to shop our own pantry and our own fridge. (laughs) And if we see anything expired in our pantry, we're going to want to throw that out. Or depending on how you feel about it, if it's not that far along, make sure you use it first, right? <laughs> um, I know that's how I do it. I like to put that stuff up front. So I know I need to use this first. Like I need to use this now, maybe even yep. this week in planning versus waiting to use it. Um mm-hmm. And there are some things I will go a little over. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And then, you know, we always like to double check our fridge, get any of the old stuff out that is too old to be eaten as leftovers anymore. Um, We do love leftovers. Leftovers are great in helping meal plan because sometimes we, we might have a day that we're like, we don't know what we're gonna eat but it needs to be like a reheat and go type meal and leftovers are perfect for that Mm -hmm. they are amazing for that and i know even this um last week we um we made lots of meat and then you know one night we we smoked a chicken we had half the chicken one night and then the other half of the chicken we made last another two nights Mm -hmm. just because like I made a fried rice um one of those nights which didn't use as much chicken as I thought it would and then I made a soup with the rest of it another night um that was just one way we got some of the food to fit more into our budget and last you know go further we made it stretch further right yeah so that helps a lot Mm -hmm. um and then you know we don't want to be buying you know if i need uh, diced tomatoes one week and you know i want to make sure that i have it so that i'm not buying more than what i need yeah Uh, you know we it helps keep it budget friendly right um we also don't live very close to the grocery store so we i buy at least one week at a time um fruits and vegetables can be a little more difficult So we try to buy ones that are going to last the full week and not just something that's going to last two or three days. And then we're going to have to go back to the grocery store. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, if we know we're going to be in town, that's a little different. Mm -hmm. And we definitely favor buying bulk. Uh, You can put things in the freezer. So we do a lot of um, prepping and processing
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: freezing our own meals into our serving sizes that way um it's it's just a lot easier for us that way yeah
1: (laughs) well and i think too even like for some of those pieces like it makes a lot of sense if you know what's in your fridge and pantry and what are things that you can um what you will eat as leftovers and what you won't eat as leftovers like Yes. Not everybody that's listening is going to be a leftover family. I was raised eating leftovers. It's very common for us to make leftovers. So the batches of meals that we made were larger batches of meals so that there were leftovers intentionally to be heated for lunches or things like that. Um, but we homeschooled for a while. So there was more people at home during the day. And then, um, a lot of times we would take those, uh, for lunch. To work Mm -hmm. or whatever
0: yeah
1: so if you are not a leftover person then you need to plan to have a separate plan for lunches um i don't know if it's laziness maybe that's what it is i'll call it my uh lazy hack to meal planning is if you're willing to eat leftovers you have to cook less times
0: (laughs) yes i know when i look up a lot of that When I look up a lot of meal prep stuff, they'll say cook more. That way, all you have to do is just reheat it later or reheat it the next day for lunch. And you're also, as a single person, when you buy bulk, just cook it all together and it's just ready and bulk's cheaper. I mean, that's what Mr. Mindy used to do when he was single. He would go get like a family pack of um, pork chops and literally cook that up. And when he get home from work, he just heat up a pork chop and have a potato and a vegetable. Well, not really. I got him into vegetables, but he just have like a potato with it, and that mm. was his meals. Like, that was his meal planning when he was single. Right. And it worked.
1: And it worked for him, and that was okay. And he did yeah. eat. He did not die. Right. story. <laughs> um. But yeah, as you're setting time to prepare food when you're in a crunch, having those nights that you know that you have less things going on and protecting those nights at home, Mm -hmm. right? So there are always things can encroach and take up the time that you need, but realistically for you to show up as the best version of yourself, you have to be fueled well, which means if you cut your whole life to the extent of the only option you have is fast food every night, You know what what is the quality of sleep that you're going to get what's the quality Mm -hmm. of nutrition that you're going to get um how are you going to continue to fuel yourself that way and what's going to be the trade-off yeah you know so it is just as important to say no i need to be home to have a night that i cook at home or to have you know part of a weekend that you cook at home and or have you know a day that you do prep on like maybe one day you grocery shop and the next day you do all your prep work or However you plan that, right?
0: Yes. Yes, that's very
1: mm important. And I know like sometimes that goes in with buying in bulk or whatever, but sometimes it isn't necessarily buying in bulk, but it's still prepping snacks or prepping things that you can grab and go. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, like I don't always do this, but I do usually have a can of soup or two on hand if there's a time period where I can't stop to make lunch, but I really need to eat something. Yeah. Well, I didn't really want that to be my go-to. So what I had done is I went ahead and switched to having a salad prepped that has, you know, quinoa and fresh vegetables and beans and uh, some different things. So because I have that prepped and because I can put that over salad greens Or I can add, you know, my kimchi or I can add, you know, my quick pickled carrots or I can add things to it. Then I can have kind of a base that has good nutrition involved um, that is, you know, a mix of vegetables and protein and, you know, like healthy fiber and some of those things. Then. I can add a boiled egg or I can, you know, do some of these other things and kind of like hodgepodge stuff together. Yeah. Where it still meets the nutritional goals that I have without having to be like, I got to start all over. And it's going to take me a full half hour to cook anything before I can eat. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I know we always make sure that we have like noodles on hand um, for like spaghetti. Cause it's something, if we're in a pinch, you can make it really quick and easy um, so we always have spaghetti sauce. We always have noodles. Um, yeah, there, there are certain things that we buy every week to make sure that we have that. And then, um, we may not buy it every week cause you know, um, if we're not making we spaghetti every week, right. you know, we don't need it, but we always, there's certain supplies that we do keep on hand for quick meals. If we're like, oh no, we forgot to plan something. Well, let's just throw in some meat throw in some noodles and some sauce and you've got a quick, easy meal. Like, you know, so just Mm -hmm. it is is good to keep something quick on hand.
1: Yes. And I'm getting better personally about having like beans that I've soaked or things that I've cooked up that I can use throughout the week as well, because I'm trying to use more um, dried beans instead of the canned uh, beans like that. So – um, <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's it's an easy thing too, because you can do uh bean salads, you can make it into chili, you can add yeah. a lot of stuff to that, and it adds protein and fiber. Yes. Um so yeah, so one of the ways that I Mindy and yeah, I do that is we kind of look at our different days of the week that we have scheduled to have stuff going on and days that we know we have less time to prep. We have our easy meals that we don't really yeah. have to think about. They yeah. don't take a lot of effort. They don't take a lot of energy. You can totally do it on autopilot. You yeah. don't have to look in your fridge and go, do I have all of the ingredients? What do I need to put? How is this going to come together? Yeah this take that all out of there at le- i i suggest having three go-to meals yes like these yeah that you just generally have the ingredients on hand and you can make something out of it
0: <laughs> yeah absolutely we so for ours we always buy or we always buy stuff to make tacos which our tacos seem to be a little involved but you know we always have tomatoes we always have onions um we always have taco shells and that's one of our kind of go-to every Tuesday we do tacos. Also, there's a lot of other nights where like if we're going to be super busy, uh, the other thing that I really like to do on those nights is either have a plain, pre-planned casserole. Um, those have been harder for us with our dairy dietary restrictions, but um, crock pot meals are also really great. Um, Go to's for some of those super busy nights where you're like, I can't prep anything during the day, so I'm gonna throw it all in first thing in the morning and just let it slowly cook itself. And by the time we're ready to eat, it'll be ready.
1: Yes. yes. Um. Probably the hardest one for me is making a grocery list and sticking to it. Yeah. Um. I tend to be a creative eater and the things that I really like are more in depth.
0: Yeah.
1: Generally. So oh. I like things that are spicy. I like things that have a lot of flavor profile to them. Um, I'm, I'm not really a bland girly. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to have some heat. Yeah, I want it to taste like I'm eating something that I would enjoy, even if it's made at home. Yeah. so. I tend toward stronger flavors, you know, curries, wasabis, srirachas, spicy things. And I tend to move away from pizza, sandwiches, <laughs> most pastas. <laughs> um, yeah, I like sandwiches. So, <laughs> which is great i'm glad that you like them <laughs>
0: yeah i get creative with my sandwiches i you know i like flavor too so even though it's simple mm-hmm. i try to get lots of flavor packed into it
1: well like i think the type of sandwiches i tend to eat are more like if i make a buffalo chicken salad yeah that's what sort of say you'll see <laughs> Anywho. So one of the things that I have come to understand over my many, many years of cooking and providing food for either households, other people, or myself, is that I tend toward an ingredient household. I tend to not buy grazing items. I don't tend to buy snack items. I don't tend to buy as many candies or even sometimes fruits or grab-and-go items. Mm-hmm. Um, Which means I have to be more intentional to prepare things to grab and go. Yeah. <laughs> um, Much more. I would say only recently have I had things that were more grazing things like for whatever reason I've been on a popcorn kick. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, that's, that's new. Um, But even with some of that, like I would say when you're an ingredient household, you know, you're an ingredient household because you tend to eat weird things. You're like eating peanut butter on celery sticks. You're eating, (laughs) you know, cheese sticks. You're eating leftovers. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like you're not eating like chips and other, (laughs) like the normal snacky things. Like it's very much, um, you're eating ingredients, yeah. turning them into snacks, and not the other way around.
0: Yeah, no, we're, I, our household, I think, is a little bit of both. <laughs> we do do a lot of ingredient things, but we also do have chips and sometimes fruit snacks and popcorn. You know, we have snacky things. Um, try to keep them a little more healthier snacky things like fruit bars and granola bars. And, and they're a little more geared towards the kids, crackers, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But we, mm-hmm. we kind of do both because we also do a lot of prepping and like making our own stuff, making our own snacks. Like we just made cookies the other day that we could snack on. So.
1: <laughs> yep. Um, well, and I do things too, like I'll, I'll have like protein things on hand, you know, so I can add protein into my coffee in the morning. So even if I'm not somebody that is, um, always eating breakfast, I try to have something right. else with my coffee so that it doesn't spike my adrenaline. Um, you know, cause that just helps yeah. overall balance
0: yeah a good definitely need
1: protein for balance um so we did kind of start talking about our five mistakes that you can make with meal planning mm-hmm. you know we talked about ignoring your calendar and how important it is to have that schedule in mind as you're planning um we already talked about you know the pitfalls of not using what you have already on hand in your pantry yeah. or in your fridge um we did talk about the dreamy Pinterest meal plan of, you know, trying to do it all and having Pinterest-worthy meals every single night. Yeah, um, it's okay to have some basics that <laughs> you just oh, fall yeah. back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I think one of the biggest mistakes that you can make is trying to follow someone else's plan.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: Where Somebody else is individual. probably great. I'm sure it's good for them, right. but it has to work for you and work in your life for you to continue this. Right. So if you don't yeah. want this to be something that you spend all this time putting together and don't actually follow through. Right. Well, you got to make it your own. I, I think for people who are starting off, you, mm-hmm. you need a
0: jumping point. So I think you know, looking at other people's plans and maybe trying to, to figure out which one might better fit what your family or what your needs are that mm-hmm. better fits with your schedule or be like, oh, I like this from this plan. I like this from this plan, you know, but mm-hmm. try it because a lot of this meal planning and starting off is all going to be a lot of trial and error and mm-hmm. trying to figure out what works what doesn't work and, you know, continuing with the things that don't work and then trying something else in place of what doesn't work. It, right. it's a process.
1: It is. And I know like, even when I lived on the farm, mm-hmm. um, we had, each person took a different night to cook. So Somebody cooked on Monday, somebody cooked on Tuesday, somebody cooked on Thursday, somebody cooked on Wednesday, which I know I said those days backwards, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but Fridays was leftover night. Nobody yeah. planned anything. Um, some of the people that lived on the farm, they decided they wanted pizza every Friday night. So they would go and they would eat pizza. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful, I'm glad that yeah. they got to do that. Um, you know, But it gave us an intentional time to be like, all right, we're not adding anything else to the fridge. Yeah. We're going to eat what we have, you know, yeah. and then we all kind of fended for ourselves on weekends unless we did a big family meal or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I liked that. It was nice because then you would get other people's go-to meals mm-hmm. and you would learn like things that they love. So when it was your night to cook, you got to eat your favorite things. And if it wasn't their favorite thing, they didn't eat it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we didn't have as many dietary restrictions or things like that either. Mm-hmm. So that helped. That um does help. but I tend to like that because then you're you know pushing yourself, you're eating things you wouldn't always pick. Yeah. First and foremost.
0: Right. But yeah, I know anyway. having a family, we can well, you know, not everybody likes Everything, right? So, some <laughs> nights it'll be someone's favorite meal. Another week it might be another person's favorite meal or another person's favorite meal. And, you know, sometimes I throw in my favorite meal because it's like, even though I'm the one doing the planning, I get to have, you know, my meal in there every once in a while. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. not all my kids will like that. They'll be like, I don't like that. I'll be like, well, there's leftovers. You're you're welcome to find a leftover, or you know, um, figure out what's in the fridge, and you know. But we do encourage our kids to try everything too. So yeah, um, yeah.
1: Well, and a couple of the things that I would say for meal planning as well are the you know have containers to store things in mm-hmm. for leftovers, um, and have a plan for when you're going to eat those leftovers by most leftovers are not good more than four days out so think about that when you're planning so maybe you cook two meals and then you do a leftover night and then you cook two more meals and do a leftover night right or something like that you know yeah
0: Yeah, i know um when we first kind of started meal prepping several years ago Uh, we would do more of our leftovers on the weekends because Mm -hmm. our weekends tended to be packed with family stuff that was like, we're just going to do leftovers. So like Friday, Saturday, Sunday night would be leftovers. And then we cook Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Um, Mm -hmm. But now that's not true because, you know, our weekdays are now our busiest days and our weekends aren't. As busy, they're more of our prep and get ready for the next week. Mm
1: -hmm. So,
0: yeah, you're you. It'll definitely change according to seasons.
1: Sure. So and don't don't. Be afraid to let it change, you know, re yeah. make sure what works for you. Sometimes seasonally based on what's yeah. available uh in the grocery store, things like that, or what's available locally. You know, what's at the farm stand? What are you pulling out of your garden? What are you, you know, getting an abundance of? Like right now, who doesn't need an extra recipe for something for squash or zucchini? Right. Everyone I know. <laughs> um. So there there are lots of things that uh, you got to kind of take the ebbs and the flows of life and let that be a success and not a failure Absolutely. and let that kind of go with, go with the flow, people. Yeah. <laughs> um, we are going to be getting into specific recipes that Mindy and I have, and we're probably going to be doing that, what, next week? Uh, it's probably in a couple weeks.
0: No, I don't think it's next week. Yeah, I think it's a few weeks.
1: So go ahead, send us your best recipes. So find us on social media. We're at Christian Influencer Inspired almost everywhere, of course, except for TikTok, which is Christian Influencer. And then the number two, Um, and you can, you know, comment on the posts, share um, things you really love, or you can find me on Pinterest and send me pins. So I'll have that in the description box below because I want to see what works for you guys. What are things that you love? What are recipes that are your diehard, tried and true? The family wouldn't be the family without this. Yes. Um, <laughs> and um, we'll just we'll look forward to to hearing from you guys. We love yeah. getting your feedback.
0: And then on tomorrow's episode, we are going to do our coping skills update. So we're going to talk about our coping skills from the first month and from this month. Mm -hmm.
1: So if you remember, we were talking about do Christians need coping skills and what does that look like? And we're excited to dig into that tomorrow.
0: Yes, we are. Bye, guys.